Hey everybody, Michael here, your engineer and I guess now former Roman. Sorry about that. Ouch. Just wanted to let you all know that this is a little departure from our usual uh, format. This is a recording of our live show from Gallifrey 1 2020 this year. We were able to get the audio to work, though it is a little spicier than usual. So sorry about the, the P's popping and the S's hissing. Uh, and also, I'm the one editing this, so it's it's just, it's less good. It's not as good as when David King, our exquisite uh, uh, usual editor uh, for the series does this, but uh, since we've moved for the rest of the season into socially distant recordings and for the rest of the serials this season, uh, uh, he has to contend with four times the audio files. We thought it would be a good uh, chance to give him a little extra break. Uh, so yeah, uh, hopefully you enjoy this non-canonical, as you will find out, extremely non-canonical uh, live show. Uh, from Galley. We had a very fun time doing it. It's extremely loose. Don't worry, we still don't swear. But yeah, it should be uh, a good time for everybody. Enjoy! on live we're gonna go down and introduce ourselves my name is ben padden and i am the game master this evening hi i'm dan peck i play travis on the show and you'll find out who i'm playing tonight i gave it to riley because there's only a certain number of microphones unfortunately take it back no it's all good it's four i'm michael nixon on the show, I'm the engineer, which usually means I'm very organized. <laughs> uh, and also, I play uh, Roman, who's like Romana, but looks like me, which is yeah. a lot for them to deal with. Uh, and yeah, so that's my deal. And oh, I'm Robbie Silverman, and uh, I am on the show as well. I play the doctor on the show, and I am still catching my breath from running up here from the. From the <laughs> By the way, you so, killed it. On thank that. you. You were, you were awesome. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. She was very, very sweet. It made it very easy. So. It was a good. It was a good first interview to get to do on that big stage. Uh, all right, and uh, that's. I think I, I. thought you all had already started, and I was interrupting. I didn't know you were waiting <laughs> on me, so I apologize for giving a huge spiel at the beginning of the show. Oh no, you're good. Uh, you're fine. So I'll move on to Christopher now. Well, I, I'm. I'm Christopher Jones, and I am not on the show for reasons that will become quickly apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a long-time friend of the show. Long yes. Thank friend. you. Thank uh, you very much. We started doing the live shows here at Galley before we did the podcast, and, and, and Chris was, you were one of the players on the first two games that we did here. Affirmative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, quick show of hands. I know we, we did this before uh, Riley got here, but uh, uh, who among you listens to our delightful little show? That is more hands than last year. I love that. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Uh, who here has never heard of our podcast and wants us to leave immediately? <laughs> No, 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 no. Wait, let me tell you. So, in case you... (laughs) (laughs) Who here hates me personally? No. Uh, No, no, that's too many hands. Whoa. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it's nice to know my check's clear. Um, so, uh, so for those of you who don't know, the game of Rassilon, we are a Doctor Who role-playing game podcast. We literally play the... Hang on, let me get the book. Oh, I'm dying. Uh, we play the Doctor Who role-playing game. Uh, we have our own Doctor, played by Riley. Uh, Riley's Ooh. Doctor has their own companion uh, in the form of Dan, who plays Travis on the show. Um, what we do for Galley, we don't play the podcast show characters because you don't know who we are so what we do instead uh, is I have everyone pick a doctor and a companion and then we roll at the top of the show to determine who's going to be doing what now uh, we've tweaked things a little bit because Riley plays the doctor on the show and that's exhausting all the time forever um, so you've instead, everybody but me yes, so you've instead picked uh, two uh, two NPCs, uh, NPCs two companions and we're going to roll now to determine uh, before I roll do you have a personal preference not that that will influence the roll in any way uh, no I think you have a preference so I'm going to see no matter what it rolls, it's going to be the one you like, I think. If it is if it is one to three, we're going to go with Susan. If it is four to six, we're going to go to Tegan. Okay. And I'm going to have Dan double-check the dice roll. Dan, who also double-checks our show to make sure we didn't swear too much. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're not going to swear. Yeah. Well, how much is too much? Dan, at, at all. All right, that is a six. I can it's... confirm that is a six. You are right. Tegan. I'm Tegan. All right. The only reason why I wanted to be Susan was that way, no matter who was a doctor, I could just call them grandfather the whole time. <laughs> You're grandfather. So you're, you're that like, would have been fun. I want the, the, I want the like die roll that would have been Tegan. Susan with Tegan's accent. That would have been fun. <gasps> yeah. But oh well. Also, that's Tegan, it. If the Tegan die landed Susan on the edge. Much more polite. <laughs> Tegan and Susan is a much more polite uh, Canadian lesbian band. So. Yes. No. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like a, a less polite sort of shouty. That's what happens when you order, order a Tegan and Sarah album off of Wish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our doctor is... That is Chris. Yeah! Chris is our doctor. Uh, let me hand you your character sheet. Oh, the responsibility, uh, weight of responsibility yes. on my shoulders. Poor Dan never gets to be the doctor. I was the first, oh, okay. the very you first were, live show yeah. I, was the, I was the doctor. Uh, Chris will be playing means, the second doctor. Which that's means... True. That's true. Last year we were all the doctor except yeah. for me. So. This is, uh, for those of you keeping oh score... Giddeont. For whichever of you in our audience may be editing our wiki, um, this is Christopher's first time playing as the Doctor on this show. Which Doctor are you? All right. The second. Oh. Here's a question, Ben. Will our wiki get updated faster than the wiki page for the Sinander Conundrum? Yes, it absolutely will. Almost certainly. <laughs> uh, yes, so if you guys would like to let everyone know who you will be playing as, and then we'll, uh, we'll get oh, the show no, moving. I'm still playing as Tegan. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we had a whole thing. No, after you. There was, whole, there was a whole thing about it. I don't it's, you. Uh, you know. Max on Tegan, Tegan and Susan. I've got regeneration brain. I don't understand it. Um, You're not regenerate. I, exactly my point. Uh, I would be playing, uh, of course, uh, Sir Ian of Jaffa, uh, Ian Chesterton. The, the best, the grouchy. That's why he's wearing the, the, the gray cardigan, because he can't, he's not allowed to wear anything in color. A very respectable cardigan. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, and are, you I, doing, are you doing your... I have Peter Cushing again? I have two accents. Neither of them are good. You're, it, and they're both Peter Cushing. Yeah, and they're both Peter Cushing, and they both sound like Stewie. I'm so sorry, Dan. <laughs> don't tell your boss, Dan. Don't tell your boss. You don't really sound like Stewie. Uh, and I will be playing two roles tonight. I will be playing as Craig Owens and Stormageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Two roles, one character sheet. Yep. 
The character sheet does not mention Stormageddon in any way, shape, or form. You know form. what? I'm just going to make up we, stats as they are yeah. needed. Just use Craig's stats, but well, divide them by half. As, as I mean, because Stormageddon would be hard because you would have a sheet that was all filled out dots, and there'd be nothing. There's no point in yes. rolling. If I, if I may, of course. Uh, uh, his son Alfie, direct quote, is mentioned on the Craig Owen sheet. That is true. So I just rules lawyered the GM. <laughs> Everyone loves that. Which is the best part of any actual play podcast. Yes. <laughs> I would appreciate if you didn't dead name Tormageddon in the future, though. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Let's, I uh, just got <laughs> rules lawyer. <laughs> wow. Are we, now with all that done with our characters established, who's ready for the game of Rassilon? <laughs> Excellent. All right. <laughs> it is a time of war. The time war. It is the time of the time war. The time for the war of time. <laughs> So is, and, this, is this a big finish show then? <laughs> Bear with me. The War Tegan. An angry, an angry orange sun rises over the war-ravaged Gallifreyan citadel. The great dome surrounding the city is covered in cracks and the scorched marks of Dalek laser fire. Evidence of their latest failed attempt to obliterate the Time Lords. There is fire and smoke covering the majority of the city, with temperatures in the high 80s dropping to the mid-60s later in the day and chances of rain later. <laughs> the TARDIS materializes in the heart of the capital and in a brazen disregard for canon or continuity, outsteps the second Doctor. <laughs> I can't say I like the looks of this, Jamie. <laughs> he is accompanied by not Jamie, <laughs> but by but by his companions, the War Ian, <laughs> the War Tegan, and the War Craig. And Wait, but I'm not the War Second Doctor. I'm not dumb. <laughs> they are all wearing bandoliers. <laughs> With the exception of Craig, who wears a papoose carrying the War Alfie. No, I'm sorry, it is Warmageddon. Better <laughs> have a joke! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I did it again! I'm the like... War Alfie, perhaps better known as the oncoming Stormageddon. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I wrote down Warmageddon, I'm sorry. I want, I want that to be canon in the world. <laughs> it's all canon on the podcast. Does um, anybody have Jason Egg Hillary's number? We just, we gotta call that guy <laughs> real quick. Uh, so I will say this, uh, you are all wearing bandoliers, um, which is going to give you one use of the trait Resourceful Pockets. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Resourceful Pockets is a trait in the game that allows you to, at any point, roll 2d6, um, and uh, if you roll uh, doubles, Double. like a, both ones, both twos, etc., um, you have an item that would benefit you in that moment. So, which is something we learned after we recorded our first yeah. season. We yeah, didn't do that all right for a while. Ooh. So you get one use each, so that's four uses across the show and I will continue as is the custom among my people, the GMs. Uh, you are approached by a tired looking Time Lord General in military armor. Her face is immediately familiar to you but you soon realize it's not who you thought it was because this show reuses actors like all the time. <laughs> Case in point, us. <laughs> Doctor, she says. Ah, uh, how, how goes the wars, General? It's, I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty rubbish. It's, there's smoke, there's, can you see there's, it's billowing. Cheap, I've never seen cheap smoke. sets again. Yes, cheap, it's, the sets who are wobbling like they have never wobbled before. 
We're having to contain so much damage in a 4-3 aspect ratio. <laughs> but it's PAL, so we have more lines of video, so it's, it's mostly fine. When we're outside, it's film, it's 25 frames. But the minute we go indoors, it's video, and it looks worse. <laughs> but we're making do. How are you? How's your whole thing? Who are these people? Ah, well... I'm sure Jamie's around here somewhere, nope. but I've... <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> the war Jamie. And yet, no. The war Jamie. I guess, oh, all, yes. I guess all Jamie is the war Jamie. Yeah, Jamie's <laughs> always the war yeah. Jamie. Highlander 2, the <laughs> renegade cut. <laughs> Just for me. Hello. Well, uh, yes, these, these are my companions. We have... We have the war Tegan and the war Ian, and of course the formidable one looking there is Warmageddon and his small helpless companion, War Craig. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm just trying to get that to is, That work. is my James Corden. Just deal with it. That's what it's going to be. I thought that was your Stormageddon. Um, <laughs> Uh, sorry, I have this horrible. F you know when you know when you go to sleep and then you suddenly like whoa because you feel like you're about to fall out of a tree. I just had that thinking I was about to fall off the edge of the stage, but it's all the way over there. <laughs> so I expect to do that two to four more times over the next sixty minutes. Um, Doctor, we've summoned you here because we have a crisis that we need you to to deal with, and I'm hoping that you and whoever these people are uh, can assist us. Can you help us? I should probably tell you what the issue is first. I feel like that uh, would be prudent at this stage. The, a member of the Gallifreyan High Council has been taken hostage. They have been taken to a Dalek prison camp. Uh, oh, Chan oh Chan dear. Chancellor Thomas, who doesn't exist, don't look them up on, on the Doctor Wiki or anything, I just made them up for this. Is that, uh, is that someone that I know personally? Uh, do you want to roll some dice and find out? Sure. Yeah, uh, give me... Oh, what is that roll going to be? Oh, we've got our first roll of the game. We're going to make that... Uh, I'm going to say that's ingenuity and knowledge. All right. I rolled a two and a two. Plus, Plus your ingenuity and your knowledge. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Hasn't been that long. Uh, for, sure. uh, for those who no. don't know, it is a 2 uh, Ingenuity system. is a seven, and knowledge is four. Four, so that's seven and four. Eleven, 11, 11. plus the two dice, so uh, 15. 15. No, uh, Didn't you roll six on the dice? No, I rolled no. a two and a two. I'm sorry, I'm two bad at math. I shouldn't be on a game. So eight plus five. <laughs> Dan Leaf. Um, 15. Yeah, you've heard, you've heard of this person. They've come up in conversation. You might have once like walked past them at a fancy soiree at some point before you escaped from uh, Gallifrey. But you, you've, you've heard their name has come up All right. at varying points in the past or the future. So not, been... not a personal friend, not, not no information that jumps out at me that would color my... You're not sending each other Christmas cards, no. Fine. Um, That's all I wanted to know. So this general, who I did not name and will continue to not name, um, says, so we, we, what we need to do, and, and she holds out a time ring, and she says, we need you oh, to go dear. Be, you know, across enemy lines into this Dalek camp, and we need, to, we need you to rescue this, this High Council member. They are a vital member of the war effort. We need them. You need them. The, uh, probably everyone else in, 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 uh, in Gallifrey needs them. Will, will, you, will you do this? Please say yes, otherwise I have to come up with another adventure very quickly. <laughs> I, I feel strangely that I have no real option but to say yes. Would you describe it as a compulsion? <laughs> sure. Are we, are we calling this season six program B? Is that? Yes. Is we're that in, I'll okay. put this in season six B. Why not? Right, okay, cool. We're in the aviation room because I'm more complaints. <laughs> are, are you Irish? No, yeah. what's happening? I, 
I, did I say it was going to be good? No. Oh, okay, thanks. I love it. It's great. Take this time ring, and she hands you a time ring. And it falls are, are to the floor. Are we now? <laughs> yes. With this time ring, Ivy sends you across enemy lines, etc., yeah, yeah, etc. Yeah. Et um, she hands you the time ring, and you are immediately uh, filmed on a black background, swirling off into the distance. <laughs> you arrive in a dense jungle on some unknown world. The leaves are large, the trees are thick, the sky above is a faint green with thin wisps of thin clouds rippling outward like ripples in a pond. You instinctually find yourselves looking around for the butler from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but he is nowhere to be seen. Is it a studio jungle or a location jungle? Uh, I'm going to say it's uh, there's, a, there's a, a fair amount of fuzzy green screen, so it's in the studio, but they've extended it with a model shot, and it doesn't look very convincing. <laughs> yes, big, big foliage, or fo foliage, if you like. Careful, some of these trees are made of CSO. <laughs> I don't like being teleported. It happens all the time. <laughs> the accent got worse. I'm sorry. You're veering into Tegan, which I like. That's fine. Just know who I'm supposed to be playing. <laughs> in, the, in the distance, a large bronze dome dominates the horizon because Daleks have exactly one design aesthetic, and it's put round things on flat things. <laughs> so you know exactly which direction to be heading in. What do you do? <laughs> Well, I, I think what we're looking for must be in there, but beyond the, beyond the alert, there are sure to be Dalek guards. Suddenly, 50... Do no. That's going to be this, uh, this show's a large rock. Um, uh, uh, Stormageddon starts crying, which is going to be the equivalent of I would like to do a perception roll. All right. Uh, why? <laughs> because. All right. Because they're a baby. Yeah, give me, give me awareness. Why don't we get awareness and presence? I'm using, I'm using Craig's. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> a five and a nine is a 14. 14. <laughs> um, you are acutely aware of uh, many large mosquito-like creatures, about the size of a bat, kind of buzzing around. And some of them have trained in on your location. They seem to have picked up your scent and are zzzzing towards you. Uh, uh, Stormageddon cries. <laughs> they, they, they increase speed by 4%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You all right, Alfie? No. <laughs> I am vexed, father. <laughs> and this is when Dan died. <laughs> Craig explodes in a light as he regenerates it. No, that's not. We're not going to do that. I'm Craig too. I'm in cats. <laughs> You just regenerate into a large cat man. There are there are large Still mosquitoes. Human hands. Human hands. There are large mosquitoes buzzing towards you with a, an alarming speed, which just got slightly faster thanks to a baby. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna check my resourceful pockets. I'm gonna use it up right away. Do it. Roll them bones. I want to see if I can uh, find me a fly swatter. All right. That is no. no. You did not. I you reach. Didn't. You reach into your bandolier and you pull out. Not that. <laughs> you pull out a spatula with the end snapped off. <laughs> it's a stick. <laughs> yeah. You 
can use it to, to kill plastic vampires, I guess. I make sort about... of stabbing motions with it. All right, you want to make stabbing motions with your broken spatula? Yeah, I'm just going to add broken spatula. You can stuff. add broken spatula to your character sheet. If you do want to make a stabbing motion, uh, that's going to be coordination and fighting, and I'm going to give you a negative two because it's small, pointy, and inefficient. Can I... Uh... No, you can't. Uh, uh, rather than doing a sort of stab, what if I do a sort of general Ian Chesterton wave in the air? I didn't realize that during the time war, Ian was a general, but I like it. I didn't think oh, I'd have to you? hear the phrase Thank small, pointing, inefficient again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got our demons to slay. Oh, boy. Oh, what boy, howdy. What were my... What were my, what were uh, my oh, we, uh, this is uh, coordination and fighting uh, uh, less two. That's that's not good. Let me tell you. Um, oof, that's a seven. That's a seven. You I got say. seven. Seven is no good. No. As as they say in Mexico, that is not good. Um, uh, you. That is going to be a flat up no. Uh, a giant mosquito uh, gets you on the arm uh, and uh, sticks its long pointy uh, kind of mouth situation onto your arm situation, and you take two harm from. What do you call that? coordination Whoa, that's I've got Susan level coordination now. <laughs> oh no you're gonna trip over a rock that is not there any I, minute now I only have two ankles please be kind uh, the mosquito is currently having uh, uh, a uh, an Ian flavored Capri Sun there is there are two more two more ah! mosquitoes heading your way what do you do do I with my vast time lord knowledge know anything about this species of giant alien mosquitoes that would allow me to escape or combat them uh, I'm going to say this. They're mosquitoes, but big. <laughs> you know what a mosquito is. You know what big is. Put those two flavors together and see what you get, my friend. <laughs> it's a large bug. It's a large bug. You swat large bugs. You do. Have you seen that episode of Star Trek Voyager? Because no. Janeway goes all in on the big bugs. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to have a Ripley-style weekend. You got to do it. You got to do it. Do you wanna, what do you want to do? You're in a forest. I assume there's some kind of large leaf or twig. Ah, yes. Well, if I, if I see any large foliage that looks like it might be good for swatting such things, I will pluck it and... and uh, absurdly charge into combat with it against the giant mosquitoes. Question. Do I have Answer. a diaper bag? Uh, I'm, you have a papoose, so yes. Okay. Uh, will this be a resourceful pockets roll? But I feel like a good parent would have, like, bug repellent for their child. I'm going to... Uh, that's... I, 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 I like that. I'm going to give you... You're going to do a resourceful pockets, but because that's such a good call, I'm going to say do it with advantage, so roll three All right. instead of two. And if two of them match, that's uh, Yahtzee. Guess what? Yeah! I got a four, a four, and a one. You can have the one. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. All right. As, as the second doctor pulls a large and sturdy, very real leaf that did not come from a BBC storage closet <laughs> uh, to prepare to swat at a large mosquito, Craig and or Stormageddon retrieve the, the bug be gone bug repellent, TM, 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 from the papoose. Um, I'm going to have the doctor do a roll to attack first, so we're going to call that uh, coordination, and we're going to call that coordination and uh, fighting, which I'm sure the second doctor is very adept at. Oh. <laughs> coordination is three. Cool. And fighting is... Zero. Zero. <laughs> so three plus seven. 
10 is the total ten. score. Uh, I'm going to say that your bug uh, bug repellent is going to be a, an assist, so go okay. ahead and roll for that. Uh, we're going to make that, I'm going to make that coordination a marksman because you're spraying. <laughs> All right. I also have a three going. In yeah! Uh, that's going to be an eight total. Mm. Unless. Unless. Uh, what am I at? Uh, to, is that a, is that? That is, um, that's a flat no right now. I'm going to spend some story points. Story points, ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon. Story points allow me to bump up the success one tier, depending on how many points I spend. Uh, if you bump up one, one story point will get you to a no but. Uh, two will get you to a yes but. Let's, let's do a yes but. Let's do a yes but. We're going to yes but. Yes but! <laughs> Um, you uh, you spray the bug repellent as the second doctor kind of. Oh! 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 <laughs> hey, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a spritz. I'm gonna give you a spritz. Yes. I've also got I've also got sunscreen. I've, I, oh, and, no. Uh, oh, oh no! Oh! I've got jammy snacks. I had an idea for what I was gonna do for the butt, but Chris's fantastic acting has has taken away my inspiration and given me something so much better. <laughs> the mosquitoes are startled, they, they zzz away, uh, but the bug repellent got in the second doctor's eyes. <laughs> and now the second doctor is, for, for a little bit, you're gonna take a negative one on your uh, awareness. Oh, Jamie, you idiot! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I keep explaining, I... we're not all Jamie, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to, I, I'll spend story points for this if I can, because I don't usually get to spend that many story points. Yeah. Uh, I am going to tap into uh, the Mara, which is still, uh, at this point, probably like has been a part of my body before. Cool. Uh, and I'm going to tap into both that and my skill as a flight attendant. <laughs> and I'm going to direct the mosquitoes away from us <laughs> by, by letting them know where the emergency exits are. I'm gonna let them know the emergency exits are located at the front of the plane and I'm gonna point towards away from us. And then I'm gonna let the doctor know where, where uh, so in, in case of bug spray to your eyes, there's stuff underneath the seat you can put on that. And then Truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, First class performance, Tegan. Uh, for four story points, you can divert the mosquitoes away and clean up the doctor's blindness. All right, I'll take that. Yeah, All right. Not. The doctor you can see again. Uh, can you imagine if they blinded the doctor for like three episodes? Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> oh. Oh, see, that's the kind of thing you could do in a role play game. You only do it. Never do it. Yes. Oh, we have so much freedom. Oh. <laughs> Eventually, after some walking and some baby whining... Oh, oh no, do a thing, could, please. Could I use my sense no. of direction to, to lead us into yes. the, the, the most optimal entry point for this Dalek oh. installation? Considering yes. Ian's considerable experience with the Daleks, their various Dardises and other installations... <laughs> you look that up, I swear to God. Dardis exists. It's one of the best parts of this fandom. It's like a Sid Rat. Um, anywho, uh, <laughs> or Side Rat? You know the pronunciation. I know the pronunciation. I'm not going to say it. All right, so can I use my sense of direction to find the most convenient door that will not alert all of the Daleks to our human-shaped presence? I'm going to say yes to that, and here's how I'm going to make that play out. Uh, the, uh, you, you are, you are uh, in, I would say compelled is the wrong word. You, using your amazing sense of direction, you find yourselves uh, approaching the main entrance 
to the Dalek prison camp. This is a huge dome with just one point of entry. There's a wide path that is seemingly cut by blaster fire, leading to a large, almost triangular doorway that opens like this, because hinges hinges do that thing. So it kind of goes, yeah. Ben's doing like yeah. a sideways so motion. Level like, of excitement from the audience today. That's the, the weird 90-degree hinge. Um, there are two, now there are two Daleks guarding the main entrance, while a balcony further up the front side of the dome offers a sentry a wider view of the path for below. Now for now, thanks to Ian's keen sense of direction, you appear to be obscured by the trees. But how are you going to make your way in to the dome? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lead that, and I'm going to as as a face in the crowd. As long as I act like I'm kind of just like know what I'm doing, and I'm not like being super drawing attention to myself, I can get a plus two to my uh, subterfuge as I try to sneak past. You're just gonna just gonna try to be like yeah. walk on in. Gonna be super casual about it. Rob O'Tegan. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just, uh, you just want to walk on in? Why not? All right. Anyone? We're not here for a very long show, Ben. I'm gonna go ahead. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, like, spend an hour working on my clever disguise. I'm just going to walk into the Dalek camp and have some fun with that. All right, yeah. Uh, give me a presence and, and, and subterfuge. Sorry, okay. subterfuge. Okay. Yeah. Subterfuge is fudge that you have to eat when no one's looking. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, I rolled an eight, plus I already had an eight, so I have 16 for that. Oh, that's <laughs> shockingly good. Hang on. One second. You know what I didn't do when we started? And it's really something I should have done, is I did not bring up any of the character sheets for the Daleks, That's who may be our main villain for this particular adventure. So you know what would have been really cool? In the meantime, I want us all to ponder that somewhere the war Tegan recovered a cloaking device from a predator. And just Tegan in her like no, flight attendant there's not outfit. Even, there's not even a cloak. Like, wow. It's already no? been established. That, like, she didn't wear the flight attendant outfit the entire run of the series. No, I know I that. I just, <laughs> I'm picturing a silhouette with a pillbox hat. Okay. That's really all I'm going for. That's pretty great. To you, I As a visual, I love it. I need to find out whether the Daleks can see you. Uh, is this working? Is this is um, technology being good or is technology being bad? Well, there's a half. There's a 50-50 chance their vision is impaired and they cannot see her. <laughs> um, so what? You rolled a 16. 16's very good. Let's see if the the Daleks see or care about you in any way, shape, or form. No. Much like my parents who... Oh, no, here we go. This is the dice. Uh, that's a 7, 8, 9, 10... Oh. No, you're fine. Uh, they are... Uh, uh, you are walking towards the entrance. The Daleks don't seem to be paying you uh, any any mind. Assassin's Teague. You, you approach. <laughs> you approach the door, and the door doesn't actually open. Um, but ev uh, what does anyone, does anyone else want to do? Any manner of thing. But you're at the door. You are there. You're right there between the Daleks. It's like they were asleep. Seeing, Why not? seeing that Tegan has sort of subterfuged her way over, I think uh, that's going to give give Ian some <laughs> very stupid confidence. Have you seen the show? Are you uh, filled with <laughs> Are you filled with determination? I think I am filled with determination. I certainly have the trait brave and and also lucky and also indomitable and also quick reflexes. So so you're starting at a thirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. uh, uh, so yeah, I want to try and run over to sort of where Tegan is at the door and All see right. if there's like a you know one of those little like. Like anti plungers that they yeah. put their plungers into. I think you're talking, what you're referring to there is a dome. <laughs> yeah, like a smaller, like a small dome. dome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. A hemisphere. Hemisphere. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Give me a, a uh, door-like bump. I just came up with that. We're going with that. Give me. It's a door-like bump. It's for doors. <laughs> give a me. Knob. Oh my God. Presence and subterfuge. Ooh. <laughs> 
Okie doke. That's, That's a good bad. number. That's not bad. I'm uh, now waiting, looking for an opportunity to reference the teapot anti-plunger scandal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't. Teapot Dome. Uh, 11. No, this is the podcast now. What are you talking about? Teapot Dome. It's an American thing. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's not important. It doesn't define Try to look for of- a phrase that includes the word dome. If I was back in Minnesota, I would refer to the Metrodome, which, but uh. I, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the super this is why I was trying to just get past that. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right, what do you uh, roll? 11. Oh, no. I'm going to need some story points for this. I, I like that Ben it. stopped us to find out what it was and then shived you for the fact that he stopped it to find Nine, out what happened. 12. Uh, yeah, you are going to need uh, to use at least two story points to not. I shall you use those two. Then you do that. You are you are uh, standing next to Tegan. Uh, okay. And you find a, a hemisphere that is kind of there. So I want to check my, you know, satchel, because I feel like yeah. the war Ian has been doing various war things. Yeah. In a war. He's been teaching. For time. War science. <laughs> yeah. In He's the war. science teacher, right? Yes. In a war where yeah. war is time. Um, so I want to check my satchel because uh, uh, I figure we've been breaking into Dalek places all the time. I want to see if I have half of a Dalek plunger that I have stolen and it's going to use to just sort of... Now, like, that's, a, that's a cool idea. You can't use resourceful pockets because you've already used I know, but I have pockets. 10 story You points. do have 10 story and points. And I'm feeling weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Runner has like eight. It's a, it's a curse of the Time Lords. Ask a doctor. Uh, I, yeah, if you want to, let's call out three story points. Yeah. To, to get you are in. so much fair about story points with me than you are with, for example, Riley. <laughs> and I just don't want to. Oh, you know, moving on. <laughs> we'll, we'll have this conversation off air, okay? I'm fed up with you. Like, Sorry, one second. I've I'm fed up had this conversation a few times. I'll keep telling you to never again, all right? <laughs> Oh, uh, can I use the uh, plunger on the anti-plunger and uh, plunge the anti-plunge? Do you want to do the anti-plunge? I want to reverse the plungerity of the neutron flow. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving someone back a story point. It's not me, is it? It's Riley. <laughs> I knew it! Yeah, I'll take it. Um, if a plunger and anti-plunger meet, they'll annihilate each other. No, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> don't don't cross the plungers. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm actually going to have you use ingenuity and technology okay, to don't. interface the plunge with the anti-plunge. Weirdly, Ian has absolutely zero science-related huh. I just want to bring that up. I just realized the entire complex we're trying to break into is one huge anti-plunger. <laughs> the size of the Dalek that would use such an anti-plunger. <laughs> Looming over the horizon, a dark shadow is cut. No, let's not do that. During, ancient, <laughs> during Victorian England. <laughs> it's a Dalek king! No. <laughs> 14 uh, to anti-plunge. <laughs> That's a yes, but. I got, I got all these stories. Do you want to spend story points or do you want to make things more interesting? <laughs> that means, but more interesting. All right, that's a yes, but. Let's spice it up. Yeah, we're gonna put, like a, gambling. put a little uh, seasoning salt on this bad boy. I'm very white. The uh, plunger goes onto the thing. <laughs> the plunger goes onto the anti-plunge and it, it lights up and the doors open, but the two Daleks immediately know what's going on and an alarm sounds. Oh. And the Daleks, one of the Daleks turns to the pair of you and the other one turns 
two. Let's find out. Actually, let's have uh, let's have the doctor and Craig do a presence and subterfuge roll. Please I'm stop keep saying, saying <laughs> no. I refuse. I'm, but I'm going into this with a two because cool. I have a baby on my chest. <laughs> I rolled oh. snake eyes. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Are you lucky? Nope. Uh, <laughs> roll before you decide what happens. Yeah, give me. Give me some numbers. Um, presence four. is four. Subterfuge is five. So that's nine. Yes. <laughs> okay, now I can't stop. But it's secretly um, delicious. Plus, come on. <laughs> One and two. So a grand total of eight. Eight. I've got a four. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad for everyone forever. Now, you are both in firm no and territory. You are both... Uh, both terrible things are about to happen. Uh... I feel like, Chris, this might be a good time to use all of your story points for a thing. How do you feel about that? I, I have eight story points yes. to spend. Do you want to spend all of them for I a think, thing? I think I had better. So here's what happens. The Daleks, both Daleks turn to Craig Stormageddon and the Doctor. There is a cry of, exterminate! I can't do the voice. None of us can, don't worry. <laughs> and and a, a ray bolt shoots out towards Craig and Stormageddon and the Doctor. That is the face I wanted. Yes, everyone look to your leader. <laughs> well, he's not doing but, it now. Yeah. He's smiling. Just in the nick of time, the second Doctor steps in front and takes two bolts to the chest. Oh he falls to his knees. I try to catch oh, him, but I have a baby. My so giddy he, aunt. <laughs> he says, oh, my giddy hunt. <laughs> It's very heroic. Doctor. <laughs> There's a duck, apparently. There, the, the second doctor's skin begins to ripple. At his couch and at home, Michael goes, this is about to get devious. <laughs> that joke's for three people. I know, it's for 2.5 people, technically. And Tika says, oh, here we go again. The, skin, your, the doctor's skin begins to, to ripple and a burst. I will always remember when the moment was prepared for. <laughs> I don't want the doctor to be me. <laughs> And there is a burst of light. But in that final moment, you point, because the doctor can do this, apparently, you <laughs> first point your arms towards the Daleks, and the burst of regeneration energy blows them up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the doctor changes. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Jones, you are done for this evening. Oh. Oh. Round of applause, please, for Christopher Jones. Thank what? you. Oh, wow. Wait. Chris, where can people find you on social media? Well, gosh, uh, if it, my website is ChristopherJonesArt.com. That has links to all of my uh, other social media presence, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all that goodness. Uh, that's it. Thank you all, and best of luck to the day. <laughs> we'll let you know how you did. It's not a podcast until you stop in the middle to uh, promote something. Promote something. <laughs> Here, he was stopped. Yes. Everyone, we're going to take a little break to tell you all about Blue Apron. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's body glistens and glows, and then the, the glowing subsides, and a new man is left sitting. Ladies and gentlemen, can we have Drew Hamilton after the stage, please? <laughs> Drew, I'd like to give you a character sheet. Thank you. This is Drew, everybody. Hey, everyone. Depending Do you on know what's going to happen. I did. I'm not talking to Dan, not you. I know you know, you're a producer. <laughs> 
Drew is playing a third doctor. Maybe not the third doctor. The third war doctor. The third war doctor. <laughs> there are some numbers on there that they could mean anything. Standing, kneeling, I should say, in the tattered clothes of his pre previous body, the new third war, third doctor of war stands... Possibly with an interjection for Joe Martin's doctor to go off and do adventures in between what just happened. Yeah, we're going to sandwich that yeah. in there. The Ruth doctor exists in a split second between... Why not? Um, and, uh, I don't know yet. I'm just saying possibly. Yes. And uh, the three of you see a brand new uh, man, woman, variation thereof. What do you want to go with? Uh, I'm going to go with a man. Okay. And uh, as he stands up, he looks at the, the group in front of him and he says, Здравствуйте, товарищи. Я седьмой датур. Yes. Sometimes you forget your friends have degrees and things. Um, <laughs> all right. But we also can remember that we are all TARDIS travelers, so that was translated for us and said what to us? We use the time. Hi, <laughs> comrades. <laughs> I'm the s s third doctor. Good to see you guys. How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, okay. just you from, it's nice like, to see you guys. Are you from New Jersey or something? <laughs> sorry, I'm immediately picturing Sam Rockwell. As <laughs> I'm sorry. As it turns out, lots of planets have an America. <laughs> it's colonialism, baby. Well, I, I, I'd butcher the British accents. I'll just do it. Hi. We, Hi. We do it all the time. You're you a good couple. You don't want to do a bad accent. That would be bad. <laughs> it would be terrible. All right. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> It's Shrek! <laughs> Don't care! We, we are, we're in a forest. Is there a swamp nearby? No. Uh, the, the, but the, I have the, crushed velvet everywhere and <laughs> lacy, yes. lacy. Now arms. it's velvet. Yeah, because when the first doctor were generated, the clothes went too. Why not? Riley's broken. We've broken Riley. <laughs> uh, uh, I do want to stress there are two. The two Daleks on the ground are, are, are blowed up. They got all the way blowed up. They're smoldering craters. There is the. the I said blowed up, and I'm sticking with it because it's fun and I'm having a good time. <laughs> yes. Now you all know what it's like to be in a room with them when we're playing a game in Geeky <laughs> Teats. Anyway. Having uh, a good time. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Uh, can I search the wreckage of the Daleks for a working Dalek gun? Yes, you can. Yes. Um, I mean, it's there, but what we're going to do is we're going to have you roll uh, be there. strength, strength and knowledge to see if you can wrench it loose. For personal use, that rhymes. I'm a poet and I was blissfully unaware of this trivial piece of information. <laughs> you devil. Um, strength? Really? Yeah, why not? Because you've got to pull it off. I know. I, I, I can't not argue. I'm sorry. It's, it's how I am. Uh, yeah, I know. It's me doing math. 12. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite budging. It's a little loose, but you can't quite pull it free from its, its moorings. Can all these story points just sitting here? So I disagree. All right. Well, I think I did great. Do you want to spend two have... story points to have a Dalek gun? Yeah, I think I have a working Dalek gun. How does our new Wait. American doctor feel about this? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, what if I went over there and helped them? You can do that. Yeah, so I walk over. I'm just like, hey, how you doing? It's nice to see you. <laughs> Doctor, this new you is so 
What's going on here? What are these? What are these Daleks? Where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're. I think we're on some sort of mission for your people, the Time Lords. I don't know what this voice. Well, you're not paying attention about. to the game. The game. Oh no, I was, but I mean, like you oh, were generated. Oh, you're, you're role playing. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, I'm doing my job, like yeah. you asked me to. <laughs> you know, sometimes in the they show, then, that. when the doctors regenerate, they experience what's called regenerative trauma, and uh, they have trouble. Yeah. With their, nobody so, enjoys the so part. Please respect I wouldn't, my I wouldn't trauma. No, I don't watch it. So. <laughs> Uh, no, here, let me let me help you pull that eye stock out. Yeah, give me, you will also, I'm going to have you uh, roll strength and knowledge also, because um, I'm going to give you a plus two for knowledge, because you've encountered the Daleks before. You know what a, what a Dalek do. <laughs> nope, those are, those are not sentence words. I don't care, I love this. No, those aren't sandwiches. No, I got, I got a four plus a four for strength, and then what was the other one you want me to do? Uh, knowledge. Knowledge, perfect, plus two, so that'll be plus, uh, so four, six, so uh, that'll be... <laughs> 12? Math. 12. They, they say a 2d6 game is less complicated than a d20 game. And I gotta tell you, the math isn't. It's not. No. But, it, but it's a 12. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that knocks you up to a yes, but. <coughs> Do you still wanna spend a story point? I mean, if I don't have to. You don't have to. The yes, but is, is doing all the heavy lifting, yeah. But there's gonna uh, be a but. And it's no. a big butt. No, uh, no, I... Can you get you? <laughs> I'm incapable of lying. I want to spend a story point to make sure that doesn't Okay, happen. we're going to get you up to a solid yes. You have a Dalek ray gun. <laughs> okay, I would like to pitch something absolutely bananas. I'm not wearing that shirt today. Um, <laughs> since... Uh, yeah. Stormageddon was so close to the doctor regenerating. Uh-huh. I want to spend as many story points as possible to age Stormageddon <laughs> to at least a teenager. <laughs> All right, Angel season four. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Can I, I roll, can I roll story to assist? points? I have 13 story points and uh, I will gladly spend every single one of them. Can I roll to assist with the loss of my accent? <laughs> Spare <laughs> Uh, you can do whatever you want with your accent. This is this, hey, this is your doctor. You make it your own. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, oh man, I mean that's a. <sighs> if it's too insane, I will settle for a nine-year-old. No. <laughs> that is a terrible out of six story points gives you a teenager, but you've got to roleplay both characters. Yeah. Where on the GM screen does it say age infant child to teenage dom? Is that down in like five to six medium? A serious plot twist. <laughs> All right. Asked and answered. So, good day, sir. As the doctor is helping Ian pull the uh, eye stalk, or the, sorry, the gun from the Dalek, uh, 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 Craig starts to feel just this incredible weight growing and growing on his chest. <laughs> Alfie, Alfie, and a teenager still wearing a diaper and a papoose. <laughs> tips him forward and unstraps himself and goes, Father. Father. I am here to help. Oh my God. What's going on? I'm also going to be American because it's easier to distinguish the voices. What are we doing? You can use the same character sheet for both of them because I don't know what is happening anymore. Um, but you're able to move into the Dalek uh, base if, uh, if you want. I don't know what's happening anymore, to be honest. I do. All right, let's I, go. I feel... Let's stop some of these one-eyed beasties. Can I roll to high-five him? Oh, I just want to get to work. synapses are melting. <laughs> I just want to roll to high-five him. Okay. Okay. You want to roll to high-five? Yes. 
stiff oh, high five. Uh, 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 coordination and awareness. Screw it. We'll use both of those. Who's high fiving who? Yeah. Do it. This is fun. This is dice. <laughs> I'm high fiving Alfie. High five and Alfie? Yeah, so that'll be uh, 10 plus uh, 15. 19. Uh, I've got a 13. For yeah. For a good stiff high five. Just a boom. I'm going to call it a yes but. <laughs> and the but is uh, a Dalek gets in the middle of it. No, that's too oh, weird. No, you high five and you move into the Dalek base and everything's fine. We're going to move the story forward. Um, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you make your way through the winding corridors of this Dalek base to uh, where uh, the doctor, in your knowledge, in your mind, you can see where the cell is that is holding uh, Chancellor mm, Thomas, I think I called him. Yes. <laughs> and Guys, there's a door and a my, keypad with my, outside. With, with my mind and knowledge, I think that I know where that Dr. Thomas is. He's, yeah, that's his name. I point generally in a direction towards a door. Let's go, Doctor. All right. There go. are Daleks roaming the corridor, and they're seized like 63 Daleks because they are still <laughs> static powered because they don't think that Daleks are going to need to leave this base. So it's old school Daleks in black and white, uh, but I still need everyone to roll uh, presence and uh, subterfuge to avoid encountering a Dalek. <laughs> Dr. Fudge. Okay, Craig rolled a, a, a double sixes, truthfully. That's, so 14 yeah. for Craig and <laughs> less, less good for this child. Eight for uh, Warmageddon. That's not great. No, well, I mean, he was an infant like moments ago. Yeah, he's just getting his sea legs, as it were. Yeah. Yes. I rolled 11 total. Bad. Also, 11. Bad. I rolled better than you. 12. Oh! <laughs> Every Dalek. <laughs> it's, a, it's a no but. Daleks do see you, but you have enough uh, space ahead of you to uh, get away from them before they start sh shouting that word that they love so much and pelting you with ray guns. So Can I use a uh, resourceful pockets to how far away are they? Uh, you've got some, there's some space between you. There's maybe 20 foot-ish. 20 feet, okay. 20, 30, we don't use D&D grid rules. We just go with whatever's good in the moment. All right. Can I use the resourceful pockets to get like a uh, flower or something to throw in their eyes? Yeah, roll, roll 2d6 and this is going to be your use of resourceful pockets. <laughs> Double one. Double one? Snake ass. What exact? Wait, the wait, doctor always has resourceful pockets. We have temporary oh. ass and bandoliers. Oh, the doctor has fine. coats. So. But you get infinite plus one roll chances they, of resourceful pockets. So pocket, yeah. pocket yeah. flower. Pocket flower. To the eyes. Or the, the eye stalks. I was going to say, can I make a slight tweak to that? Can yeah, we make yeah, that yeah. pocket sand? Yeah. yeah, we can make a pocket sand. It's pocket sand. Pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> or oh a pocket flower. Pocket flower. <laughs> <laughs> those at home, she held up a flower. <laughs> that I got from the master. So My synapses are melting. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the pocket sand flower sand flower uh, gets in the eye of all Daleks simultaneously um, and uh, they talk, They say something about their vision being something and then they uh, obscured. That's what, they kind of spin on the circle on the, on the spot for a little bit and you guys have, uh, uh, all of you have an opportunity to, to uh, as we say in England to leg it towards the cell so I'm going to have everyone do um, uh, coordination and athletics right, I actually get a plus one because I have run for your life as Me a too. Nice. Nice. Me too. Please. Uh, I'm only going to give that to Craig, though. Oh, how generous of you. Well, I mean, you got to play the role, you know. Play the role, get it? Uh, you got to play the role? <laughs> yeah. 
We we actually do a podcast that's really good. Um, <laughs> start with this one or just straight one? It's, it's uh, edited by someone who knows how to cut yeah, out stuff like that, so it's really good. <laughs> All right, so Craig got a 14, Warmageddon got a 15, but he's as good as a runner he is. He still runs like a like a toddler, yes. like you know, like that real life. <laughs> because he is wearing a diaper and basically a papoose as a vest. <laughs> and no legs. shoes. Yes. I'm just it's, imagining like full on like he man at this point, like like the yeah. vest is like the strap and this. Yeah. Is this the secret origin of Absalom Doc Dalek Killer? <laughs> That's a joke for four people who are separate from the other four people. But like, <laughs> did we just invent Absalom Doc Dalek Killer? I think we may have done. <laughs> cool. Just check it in. Oh, also, I got a nine. Oh, my synapses. Oh God. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that we had rails, but we've gone way off them. Oh, you think so? I don't think. <laughs> who, who did the bad roll? <laughs> A nine, huh? It would be 30 out of Jaffa, yes. I'm hoping I can sort of power slide into kind of a gun stance. Yeah. Uh, you, you In like were a cool way. Having, having spent a lot of time traveling with Susan, uh, you've learned how to trip I on... I did lose two coordination earlier. You'd, you, you've learned how to trip on zero things and have tripped. <laughs> the floor, so slick. <laughs> it's oily. It's, static electrical. It's, it's lubricated to better allow the static electricity to conduct up through the old school dollars. That's dogs. how science works. Yeah, that's how science works. It's, it's real I science. I slip on the felt floors. All the Dalek floors are actually <laughs> felt. In you slip and you just keep sliding up until you hit the cell door. Um, and you're all standing in front of the cell door and there is a, a, uh, an anti-plunger in front of you. What do you do? Oh, can I use my standard plunger? Bloop, you sure can. Uh, give me ingenuity and technology. Yes. This will be very good. Maybe. Oh, that's a decent-ish roll. That's good for me, honestly. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god, math. Why? Why? Um, it's five. It's like a fourteen. Fourteen. It's close. I'm sure. Soft it's close. fourteen. Soft fourteen. It's a gentleman's fourteen. Fourteen's good. Yeah. Oh, that does it. The door slides open, revealing a neatly made but unslept-in bed. Are, oh, good. It's nap time. Are, are you telling me that Give the me one-off Time Lord in a Time War story is actually secretly working with the Daleks? What? Oh, okay. That what? was actually a joke. I swear to God. It just didn't work because it's so true. Hello. Sorry. I, I, I absolutely spaced out because everything that has happened so far is frying my brain. <laughs> so I... I, I saw your lips move, but what I heard was the lyrics to Wannabe by Spice Girls. That's better than the thing I said, so let's move on. Hey, that's a callback to our show. Yeah. Hey. The game of Rassel, available where all good podcasts are sold. Um, okay, uh, so yeah. Um, the cell is empty. There's just a bed, neatly made, sheets, pillows. It's lovely, but it's, it's un the cell is unused, but it's clearly the right cell. Daddy. For you, Doctor. What do you think? Daddy. I want a story. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm Fetch gonna, me my pinky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a do a general look around. Is there is it a possibility that I can use my uh, uh, sonic screwdriver to sense if someone has been here? Just see what's been in this air. You want to go in and do a little scannily do? Yeah, I want to do that thing. Yeah. All right. You step into the room and do a little scannily do. I'm going to have you roll ingenuity and technology up. <laughs> Ingenuity and technology. What's everyone else doing while uh, Drew's doing math? <laughs> All right, I am, I don't know, I guess like power Standing up, I think would be bars. good. Yeah, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to yeah. just stand. I'm good now. 
Okay, what is your number? It's 19. Whoa! I think that might be the best roll of the night so far, unless it isn't. I've been keeping track. Um, uh, you do a thorough scan of the room, and... Uh, beautiful. That's so good. Oh, I'm so happy. That's it. Holy work on our show for now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was the sound of uh, my jaw dropping because of how good your Foley work is. <laughs> Uh, you do a scan and you pick up nothing, but it's very specific nothing. It is the it is not the absence of something to detect. It is the fact that there's never been a time lord in this room. There's no one. There, no one has ever been in this room, and this is the moment where the shape of the room around you changes, oh, no. and now you are all enc- encased in in a, a box, still kind of like a cell, still with a bed, um, and the, there is a door that slides shut. Daddy, I'm scared. Can I turn to my team? <laughs> You can turn to your team. So after that scan, I feel as though there's never been a Time Lord in this room. <laughs> and uh, kind of looks like we're trapped. Yeah, I'm trying to get to work, and now I can't get out of here. <sighs> so what So what are we saying? So is it a um, box, you said? Uh, there's a bed, a freshly made bed. Mm-hmm. There's me knocking over my screen. There's like a black void out in front of us. Uh, no, you are in, encased in... What was I saying? Encased. You're in a cell. You're, the cell you were in has kind of expanded around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and a scr- is a it monitor. bigger on the inside? No. No. Oh. Uh, and a screen slides down on which is displayed a human face with a Dalek eye stalk oh, right here. No. It is a Dalek puppet, uh, is what they're called. I had to look this up because it's such a silly name. Um, and uh, I was calling them Eye Guys. So that's Eye Guys better. is better, I think. I don't think so. <laughs> um, and uh, the uh, the Dalek puppet on the screen uh, looks at you all and says, "Ha! You've fallen for our trap." Yeah, maybe so. Which eye should I look at? Though, what's what's the most polite one? This, this, <laughs> it, uh, they all. You got, you got. I mean, you got the stock and the two. Eye, which one? <laughs> Takes. Adam, give yourself back a story point. <laughs> I, I love the Chicago doctor. <laughs> <laughs> just ran. Yeah. No, which one? I want to be polite. It's all. It's it's all good. So just kind of like it's fine. Kind of general oh, center triangle. Up, down, left, right, B, A, start. It's whatever all you right. want. To, it's all. It's all. All kosher to me. Yeah. Nice trap though. What do you get? What do you want? It's pretty cool. <laughs> you see, you were sent to rescue Chancellor Thomas. There never was a Chancellor Thomas. That was us manipulating the timeline. You see, we've devised a new weapon. I say we, I mean the Daleks. It's us. Yeah, we, go, we know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we've devised a new weapon called a temporal snare to make you think Chancellor Thomas was real. And this was our first preliminary test of the technology. Craig is having a panic attack in the corner. Cool. <laughs> yes, that's what we want. Succumb to your fear. Wait, snare like a trap or a drum? <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> just, My just dear doctor, I'm sure you're very snare. familiar with the sound of drums. <laughs> That's not me saying I'm the master. That was just me making a dumb reference. <laughs> I'm not the master. We did that last year. We're <laughs> not doing that again. Riley, I have to give you another character sheet. Um, no, we <laughs> yeah. did that last year's comedy bronze. Um, <laughs> no, we used this was our first test to see if the technology was successful, and now we know it's successful. Well, it wasn't, so you better let us go. Oh, well, I guess goodbye then. So long. Uh, no, we now no, you are here to rescue a person who doesn't exist, which means that the, the temple snare has worked. Which <laughs> what if we now, escape? What? What if we escape? 
Well, then you we're, we're screwed, really. It's kind of it's a problem with the whole plan. But before you before you escape, allow me to explain to you what we're going to do, so you know what to do when you get out. Okay, so as long as you don't explain the temporal snare a third time, that'd be fantastic. The temporal <laughs> snare. Now that we know it works, we're going to use it to erase the time lords from history. Ooh. I already did that. <laughs> no, no, you haven't. Not, not yet. yet. Sorry, in the future. That's right. That's, right. That's quite a way in the future. It <laughs> hasn't happened yet. You see, this isn't even a prison camp. It's a research center. Everything here is used to power the Samaritan snare. That's not what it's called. It's the temporal snare. I've been thinking about Star Trek again. Power. Wait. Power. And then no. Storm again waddles over to the doctor. Doctor. I'm full of your energy. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Do you want to rephrase that? That uh, is a ribbon I expect to see next year. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered and all, but how's that going to help our situation? <laughs> We're veering into torchwood territory, and I'd no, like us no, to no. veer back. No, it's fine. That time ring they gave us, could it be powered by regeneration energy? Um, was I given the time ring? Is it still on me? Yeah, it would be in one of your hilarious pockets full of handkerchiefs. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out my pockets of handkerchiefs and find the ring. 17 minutes of this later. Stormageddon is willing to discharge the regeneration energy to become a baby again to power up this time ring. All right. I don't hate that. Before we go, uh, I'm also going to tell you that you were fantastic. Oh no! Uh, uh, but I mean, also yes, uh, of course. Uh, I want to use the uh, the Dalek gun, mm. and if necessary, my broken spatula to sort of stab at the Dalek gun <laughs> to set this thing, uh, as you were saying, Star Trek style, to overload. Oh, which thing are you overloading? The gun? The, the Dalek gun, not the, Dalek the spatula. Gun. I forgot you had that. Yeah, you uh, gave that to me. I it's did pretty good. give you that. Didn't need any points or anything. Can I? Here's a good question. Uh, maybe this is like more of like a philosophical question, but what would be more powerful, the Dalek gun against a wall by the Daleks or the Dalek wall against the gun created by the Daleks? Like, which would be more unstoppable? Like, if you shot the Dalek gun at the wall, wouldn't it blast a hole in it or would the wall be too powerful? This is a question. Yeah. This, is your, yeah. this is your TARDIS talk for next year's yeah. uh, <laughs> academic track. Could the Daleks make a gun so powerful they couldn't stop it? Uh, the doctor also turns to uh, the group and says, um, have you guys seen Armageddon? I'm right here. Yeah, so, bunch of Tom's with you. Uh, you know, you know that scene where they do the boom with the hand where it explodes. We're in a tiny box. Do you think it might make the box explode inside with us and die? Well, not if we leave first using the time ring. I was. Hello, I'm still here. Oh dearie. Uh, Hello. Still on the line. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, would you mind terribly not doing your evil plan? And I'd like to use uh, my attractive trait, including some sort of convincing. <laughs> Uh, I want to help because I'm also attractive. So I oh, can, this is what I'm can I also help? Because I got go charming. Like, he does that. I'm just gonna go. I got plus two to commit a crime. Can I hype man him? Can I hype man him? No, no. I'm asking uh, Cardinal Tomas or whatever. No, name this is. is just a no, Dalek Tomas. puppet person. Oh no, but a strong enough mind or will can break Dalek conditioning. Yeah. I'm asking you, the, the the person inside, to see the value of humanity, specifically these two extremely attractive How humans. How attractive we are! And definitely don't notice the the weird demon baby in the background. <laughs> don't pay attention to that. This this is our the bard tries to seduce the dragon moment. This is. This 
This is like Megatron in every Transformers movie. He's got like nine stories, like nine pl evil plans going on simultaneously just in case the one from the previous movie doesn't work. Now there's a thing on the moon. What are you doing to me? Synapses are melting. This isn't set on the moon. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ben is about to regenerate, and I don't mean, I mean like, like Ben, Ben, they're gonna regenerate. Like, this is the end of Ben. We're gonna miss this incarnation. Who's gonna play me next? We don't know. Weirdly enough, Joe He's Martin. He's a cushion every time. Probably Joe Martin would yeah. be better. You're right, yeah. you're right. Uh, I don't. I genuinely do not know what to do now. What are How you doing? You let him do it for it. No, he's trying to charm. He's trying to charm the Dalek. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's charm okay. a Dalek person. But yeah. I, roll we, we were those to yeah. bones. Okay. A tr the attractive trait. Yeah. You, you roll a plus two to any rolls that involve our stunning good looks. So let us just roll our stunning good looks <laughs> to see how that helps. So so Michael's gonna roll. I'm gonna help. You're gonna you're gonna roll. I'm gonna help with charming. Are by you, light manning wait, are you, you guys are rolling to blue steel a Dalek. Like Puffet, is that what's happening right yes. now? Yes. I want, I no, want, we are rolling to blue box steel in Dalek Puppet. Thank you. Give yourself a story. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I uh, did a speech earlier. You may not have I, remembered it because we did a bunch of other bits uh, in between. I've got and I'm just like next to him going like, look at, the, look at how cool they look. Look at them. This is great. Look at them. Ooh, I got a, they got like beautiful faces. Pretty good. Two. And that was also 12 to say that to add to their things. What are the, what are the thingies I'm adding to the thingy? Uh, oh, I mean, I don't know. Well, this how is, about to in honor in honor of our friend Taylor, presence and convince. Ooh. Yes, presence and convince. Deal. All right, so that's gonna be. Seven. I have to look up a character sheet for a Dalek puppet. Right, I got a seventeen plus two, so I got a, I got a nineteen. I I got an eighteen. And I got a twelve to help him. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be OK Cupid of the Daleks. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day of the Daleks. Cardinal Tomas, will you be mine? Imagine me, and, and, you, and you, and also me. hers. I separate candy, like, a, like a, dude, a, a double team thing. I bought you a box oh. of chocolates. I can, really. I, I can snake dance. What did everyone? She don't, don't. I can't anymore with this game. Um. <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> It's like season 18, they built a box around Tom Baker and then rocketed him out. It's amazing. It's still just a 12. Yeah, it definitely is. Let me, uh, so what did everyone roll again? I'm sorry, I need to, I'm pulling 19. up the sheet for the thing. 18. Eighteen, so eighteen, nineteen, eighteen to hot. Eighteen to hot. I rolled nineteen to hot. Nineteen to hot. Twelve to hot. hype man. I'm gonna. That, I'm gonna say that that, <laughs> that bumps up both of their successes by one. Yes. Uh, that is a so ten. I a twenty. Here. <laughs> Will you be mine, Cardinal Tomas? I want everyone to know that Tegan just rolled a natural twenty on hot, <laughs> according to the, a dirty twenty, but still. Um, a gentleman's twenty. The, 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 the Dalek puppet looks at you both and says, well, what are you doing after we eliminate the Time Lords? <laughs> what do you say we skip ahead and just get to drinks or whatever and skip killing the Time Lords How about this? all that stuff? We'll bring around the cocktail cart and then you can show us the emergency exits. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You've been upgraded to first class. Well, I might give you some pilot wings. I'm a teacher. It's a joke. <laughs> I hope you don't have a peanut allergy. <laughs> I'm scientifically proven to hot. 
<laughs> I feel like we win. I'm from the 70s. There's not any rules against it yet. I'm from the 80s, sorry. Does someone else want a GM? Please. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm playing two characters. I'll, I'll, I'll GM. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, the Dalek puppet, you don't want to be drinking while we're doing this because it's already been pretty, pretty That's boisterous. That's so considerate, thank you. Uh, 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 oh, God. I, I've got so much to talk to my therapist about on Monday. Um, uh, that was not a joke. Uh, the, the Dalek puppet thinks for a moment, and then you see you see them kind of reach off camera and touch something, and then the, hey, don't you dare! This is a family show. It was to the side. It wasn't downwards. It's an so. iPod. And then the door slides open, and and they say, "Well, I can't." stop the plan for you, but I can certainly make it easier for you all to, to go and stop the plan yourselves. You're going to make a right out here, then a left, and then another right into the room where we keep the temporal was name, I forget, snare, I guess. I it's use cool. my sense of direction to just follow. You, there you go. We're there, cut to. Uh, as, as you're leaving, you hear, don't forget to leave your phone number! <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is, uh, is, is Stormageddon still uh, giving up the ghost? Um, <laughs> well, seeing as the, the time ring didn't get used in that situation, so I'm going to say Stormageddon is still a uh, a a uh, an oily faced teen. We still need a way to get out. Out though. Well, right? yeah, almost certainly. So that's definitely something to keep in your back yep. pocket. All right. Um, but uh, so as you're running past, there's all these monitors and uh, and there's the little speakers underneath, and it's the it's the Dalek puppet. And what you hear is, so where do you guys want to go for lunch <laughs> after this? Do you want to want to get uh, like coffee? You want to go to Starbucks? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we can hit up the Panera on Scala. The War Panera. The War Panera. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the War Box and get a War coffee. Box. Well, I'm not going to drink coffee at Starbucks. Of course, I'm going to go to Tim Shorten's. Tim Shorten's. The beans. <laughs> Only they respect the beans. Guys, you got to be classy. Take her to Zanku. Ooh. This uh, is you the know classic you doctor yet. It's Valentine's Day. Why don't you uh, take them down to the Olive Garden? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The pasta doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me, sorry. Anyway, uh, you arrive in the Dalek Research Laboratory where you find a large cylindrical turbine, the temporal snare in action. That's why I see what it sounds like. This guy? What have we done without this guy? Uh, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh... We don't have any time. What are we going to do? Chekhov's Dalek gun. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> Look, I made a bridge. It took what, like three seconds? <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Doctor Who. Let's do it. Hey. Hey. Hey, yo. g g g I'm Doctor uh, Who. Yeah. Let's do coordination of marksmen. Yes. I didn't even get to finish the description of the bloody thing. <laughs> Eight. 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 That is a flat no. No, 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 no. That's them again. No. Drew, sorry, you had your hand up. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just curious if there were any, um, uh, um, like, control panels around. That's a great question. That's so much smarter. Yes! <laughs> oh! <laughs> At the base... Sorry, one second. 
At the base of the turbine is a computer terminal. <laughs> Next to the terminal, bizarrely, is a steel metal chair upon which sits a Time Lord soldier connected to the computer via some kind of headset. They're unconscious. A monitor on the terminal fizzes into life, and your new life partner, the Dalek puppet, appears. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I just said dinner. I didn't say we were married. It's a big commitment. I'm away. not committing to anything, darling. This, it's, it's, you're, you're, in a, you're in a polyamorous relationship with a Dalek puppet, and you just have to respect each other's boundaries now. And the Dalek puppet says to you, so this, we've been using this, this captured Time Lord uh, for their imagination. We've pl plugged them into the machine, and their imagination, as well as their connection to the untempered schism, uh, allows us to produce a living, breathing world inside of the turbine, from which ultimately the timelines can be pulled and patched over reality. I don't know what voice I'm doing anymore. Okay. So Remember just, when I just that's really cool. clear, the big reveal of this was that there wasn't really a captured Time Lord and the Daleks had invented the whole thing by use of a captured Time Lord <laughs> that powered the thing that they invented by pretending to capture a Time Lord. Do you want to know what's wild? Do you want to know the name of this captured Time Lord? Is, Is it, it Tomas? It's Tomas, yes. Oh, no. Whoa! They took us! Isn't your bean freaked right now? <laughs> can I can I go look at this headset and see if I can just go yoink? Yeah, it's a PlayStation VR headset. You can just pull that thing. No, it's not. No. Uh, yeah, it's it, it looks a little, but not a lot, like a chameleon arch. That's not what it is, but it's kind of the same kind of configuration. Is it cerebro. Kind of, yeah, cerebro, magneto. What? Yes. Uh, and it's just kind of on there. The the the, the uh, soldier is just kind of slumped like over asleep. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, so, so, so Craig stops uh, crying. Basically, to himself and says, "Doctor, I, I, I've been plugged into a machine like this before, where I had to save my 15-year-old baby." Hello, plug father. Me, plug me in and save him. Do I see Dad, an extra no. headset that I can plug father. into? That I can put on him to plug him into it. Is what? there an is there an extra what? headset? No, there's just the one headset. Just the one. So I gotta okay. So I'm gonna turn to to my my friend here and go. Uh, if we remove this headset, I gotta. I have. I fear that this person's just gonna you know like. And uh, he's gonna turn into a duck. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, so I don't know how we can plug you in. Do you have yeah, like? And I'm gonna look on the back of his neck. It's like, is there anything that we can like plug into? Do you have like a an XLR Father, jack? I am. Tech adept, I can try to help build something. I mean, don't your people regenerate when you die? Can't you just let him die and then flash light like you did earlier? <laughs> he's got like extra. He's got extra power in him right now because he's still a teenager with them next to yeah, him. Yeah, I'm saying taking the head off. You're worried taking the helmet off is going to kill this guy, but you could just take it off. It wouldn't be a problem. Oh, fair point. I'm going to rip the thing off. <laughs> <laughs> And it was his last regeneration and he dies. Yeah. The general explodes. No. The Time Lord soldier uh, just kind of slumps forward in the chair and then they regenerate. I'm not going to describe it. They look different now. What do you want from me? And... Uh, <laughs> It's like yeah, a well, young it's not, it's Tom not the doctor, Cruise. So apparently, it can happen in ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quick, and they get up and they're chill about it. Yeah, yeah. it's like Tom Cruise and Risky Business. Yeah, yeah. It's something real it's progressive, dun, dun, but it's an NBC, dun, dun, dun. so like we're like, hey, we got something really cool done, and then we don't get actually credit for it. It's a, it's gonna be a British actor doing an American accent. Hi, I'm a Time Lord. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's what we sound like to you. Yeah. That's offensive. Are. <laughs> Y'all, can you help us destroy this thing? 
I don't think we have to, or it's going to destroy itself. Oh. And exactly that is what, now that there's nothing plugged into the, the turbine, the power's just building up because it's got no imagination to draw from. And any moment now, it's going to explode, says, says the Dalek puppet on the, on the terminal, giving you exposition. <laughs> run? Yeah, run. Yeah. Run? Yeah. Okay, right. let's do that. Let's it run. Good Everyone, it. including the new time roll I just invented, is going to roll um, uh, uh, coordination and athletics. And what? Coordination and what? Athletics. Coordination and athletics. And that is a season wrap on the new time lord I just invented. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's a golden wrap. Uh, that might be a wrap on Stormageddon. Uh-oh. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll, oh, I get a plus. They both have a plus one for flee for their lives. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, so Craig got a, a sixteen, and Stormy yeah. got an eight. Okay. Uh, Tegan got a nineteen on running away, which is pretty apt. So. <laughs> I, didn't have to, I didn't have to use my screamer technique to make that work. Beautiful. Uh, Fourteen. Cool. So let's talk points. <laughs> That's it. Um, right now you're at yes, but oh, maybe not. Uh, East Coast Doctor got uh, 19, but he wants to spend his last remaining nine story points to uh, drag any uh, 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 lagging members that are behind yeah. me into safety. I, I, will, I will use my story points as well because my one big job is showing people where the emergency exits are. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We're absolutely we're allowing we're that. that. I'm about to make a pitch? Yeah. You guys still do those things, but uh, Stormageddon is completely uh, at the rear with it, with an eight, and I think uh, Stormageddon is going to, uh, Father, go. And he's going to unleash the, uh, the the regeneration energy to basically form a uh, wall of force to protect everyone and turn nice. back into a baby. So you're saying, you're telling... <laughs> Then the fire consumes the baby. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Sorry, we're not, we're not, we're not turning him back into a baby so he can die as a baby. That's no, he's not, not gonna okay. die. He's not gonna die. Hopefully. He just told his father I love to leave that him behind. <laughs> Would Craig leave him behind? <laughs> That's fine. Father, go. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, flee, you fools, except maybe don't. Maybe give me a hint. Uh, Tegan uh, is directing Flying everyone towards the uh, the emergency exits, because that's what Tegan do. Yeah. And uh, uh, Stormageddon uh, shrinks down to baby size. And Craig scoops him up. And Craig scoops him up. And carrying carrying uh, Stormageddon, arm outstretched behind you, because that's what's creating the energy barrier, uh, is it's kind of emanating from the Stormageddon's open, crying mouth, like... Whoa. I'm just gonna go ahead and erase all of my story points. Cool. Yep, I'm good. Good for that. Uh, uh, you guys exit the way you came in through the uh, through the emergency exit. There is a green exit light because I'm looking at one right now, and it just fed into my imagination. That's how the brain works. Uh, and you leave the dome as it begins to explode and implode at the same time, kind of crumpling and. It kind of pulsates and contracts and pulsates wow, and wow, contracts wow, and then wow, it uh, wow. kind of disintegrates. Are you saying the dome anti-plunges? The dome anti-plunges okay. and you are left standing in, the, uh, in the, the jungle on this planet having successfully destroyed the temporal snare. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. We really gave that temporal snare a what for? <laughs> You're absolutely right, Doctor. The, the time ring filled with baby energy is now starting to pulsate and is ready to take you back to the TARDIS. All right, let's press the pulsating time ring. 
activate the pacifier of time. <laughs> you got you hold on to the time, time binky, ring. Activate. You time turn. Binky. The, you, you hold on to the time binky, and, and and you as you all lay on a black background as an overhead camera pulls away to create the uh, the illusion that you are kind of floating off into time and space. And uh, that is the end of our adventure. The Doctor and his companions have saved the day. <laughs> You've destroyed the temporal snare and 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 also Doctor Who canon. <laughs> All in a span of about 70, 75 minutes. Thank you everyone for coming. Thank you so much for yeah. being here. We are the game of Rassilon. If you already listened to the podcast, we love you most of all. If you haven't listened to the podcast yet, we look forward to falling in love with you and hopefully you with us. You can find us online. We are at thegameofrassilon.com or you can search your favorite podcasting app for The Game of Rassilon. We have ribbons uh, that are show exclusive. If you want to help yourself to a ribbon, come up and ask us for one nicely. Um, if you have any questions about the RPGs or RPGs in general, I'm happy to answer them. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great, great time at Galley. Yeah.